My name's Adam. Hello, my name is the other guy in the title. And this is Ryan and the other guy's name in the title's show. It really should have been the other guy in the title and Adam's show. And Adam's show. Oh, well, <laughs> you got demoted okay. for that. Okay. It's good to be back with you again for another episode. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. I hope you're excited. We're back. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I can't wait for this. What? Uh, I can't wait for this episode. Oh, oh, this episode. Yeah, well, you don't have to wait. We're doing it right We're now. We're doing it, um, yes. I, I, uh, yeah, I always enjoy it. We, once again, don't have a guest because somebody died. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, but I'm just saying someone died. And that so, guy that died yesterday. Yeah, you know that big celebrity that died, the he, her, them, they died? They were going to be on our show. And they just stopped returning our phone yeah. calls. really hope that it's not my mom. <laughs> if my mom died yesterday when this episode comes out... Um, the reason I seem so cheerful is because we recorded this ahead of time, so yes. don't get mad at me. Um, if you want to send your sympathies to Ryan, <laughs> please email us, the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com. She's not as dead as far as I know. Today, this isn't going to be a, a, this is gonna be a good one. Not quite dead yet. She ain't quite dead yet. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's no more. What was that fucking Monty Python sketch? We're back. Uh, hey. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, How you doing? Connor. 
How am I doing? I am the same, the usual. The usual. Yeah, which you know that it could be worse. I'm the usual. How about you? Have you been practicing your mindfulness and meditation? Yes. Welcome back to meditation with Ryan and Adam. <laughs> uh, I have not been because we just did that last episode, so I haven't had time. All right. I might give it a whirl. You might have convinced me to once again take another look at it. I'm such a not to get right back to that subject. But <laughs> yeah, I'm such an unfortunate cynic. Is, is, it's, yes. And it's very unfortunate. Let's bridge last meeting into this meeting. <laughs> I, had a, I had a therapist that used to say that to me. Let's bridge, bridge last meeting into this meeting. <laughs> what the fuck? Why say that? Why not just start the conversation up? Well, um, he was trying. He tried. Yeah, he wasn't good? No, he, he was good, but uh, it, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's fair a, enough. It's a little, a little too personal for yeah. your old pal. No, I hear you. I hear you. I've never been to therapy. I wonder if that would help me. I think that it would, but... I think maybe it would. I don't know. My cynicism, once again... I would love to see Ryan in therapy. My cynicism... <laughs> that cynic- would be a podcast. Dude. My cynicism is... Un- I would never. Is <laughs> always like... I think I would... You know, it is what it is. There's no secrets here. I would start telling them, like, really revealing stuff, and it would make me feel fucking nauseous and uncomfortable. I would feel weird telling a person that I didn't really know personal shit about myself. And then I feel like their suggestions would all be things that I already know and that I'm not going to do. So it would just be like, I'm talking to the wall here. I just feel like it really ultimately... I don't know that I would do the correct thing in, in making it helpful for me. I'm too... I really wish I wasn't so negative. I really do. It's not like... I've managed to twist it for comedic effect. Yes. But it, the it, it, the comedy didn't believe, come first. I believe that's a defense mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> the negativity came first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, but it's just like everything is like bullshit to me. <laughs> Yeah, everything is like oh, that's fucking somebody trying to make money. You know, it's, yeah. it's oh, that's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's I just it's very hard for me. Um, I'm I like all that these things exist because they help for other people. It's just very hard for me to participate in it. All right, have we have we gotten that off your chest? Do you feel a little better after saying that? No, I feel worse. Okay, um, well, good. I'm like a fucking idiot. But let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I want to. I I know it's early, but there's an email here that I, I'm very curious about let's just jump right into the emails man uh, subject line cameo contest entry <laughs> now do you now i happen to know for a fact that this person texted you this yeah you know what i don't i didn't know the number i know that's what he told me and i didn't know who it was i thought it was someone else okay but i was wrong um, this is from Josh Chen. Of course. So this is a Chen. It just says, congrats, nerds. So here's a late entry to our 100th <laughs> sort of. episode cameo contest. Uh, of course, uh, I'm having trouble uh, I believe opening he's, it. I believe he says happy 114th episode or something. So it's really not late. <laughs> All right. Let's hear this. How you doing, you old pirate? So good to see you both. Hi, Adam. And my favorite, Ryan. Billy D here. I love celebrations as much as the next smuggler. So I'm here from a galaxy far, far away to congratulate you both on your epic milestone of filming 114 episodes of your 80s movies podcast. The force is strong with you two. And I know together you will rule the podcast galaxy. Congratulations. And may the force be with both of you. Always. That was Billy D. Williams, uh, other, otherwise known as our, uh, Lando Calrissian. Thank you, Josh. Uh, would jo- love more cameos. Y- you know, Josh, had you sent this in the beginning, you would have won. <laughs> uh, the Michael I, Bean one is good. The, the, I think this one might have the edge on the Michael the, Bean the one. The problem with the Billy D. Williams one is every single cameo is the same from him. Everyone is, hey, there, you old pirates, and may the force be with you. It's just a script that he's plugged in the person's name. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Josh uh, sent me this, and I was in Atlantic City, and it was really loud, and I oh, couldn't... Oh, we should talk about your Atlantic City trip. Yeah, we, we can, actually. Um, and I, I, I could just tell barely that it was Billy D. Williams, so that was really my first time watching it. So thank you so much, Josh. Uh, yeah, l- seriously, I would love if more people sent cameos. I don't think I'm going to be posting that one. I think uh, you might have missed the deadline on it a little, but it, maybe I will. It was cool that you sent it. Yeah, so th- thank you so much. That was really awesome. Yeah, it was. And 
We'll, we'll take it into consideration for episode 200. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to Atlantic City, and the worst thing that could have possibly happened to me in Atlantic City happened to me. Herpes? <laughs> I mean, where are we going with this? All right, second worst thing. I I won. Oh, yes. Yeah. I won. Now, if I had lost, which I was expecting to do. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I did not go to Atlantic City to gamble. I went there for uh, a, a work thing. A work thing, right. Work convention, and then gambled with coworkers. Specifically, now, I, I'm like afraid to start talking about this because I don't want to be responsible for somebody else's craps addiction. Oh, well, if you're listening, warning, we're going to talk about gambling. <laughs> I mean, you're an adult. Fucking call one eight hundred gambler yeah, if I uh, start to trigger you because yeah. I'm going to probably just trigger myself. Although I had, I-, I was in Atlantic City a week ago and I haven't gone back, so I got I mean, that going for me. I mean, forget it. It's like I talk about alcohol. I'm not afraid that some recovering alcoholic is going to go. Oh, I need it now. Like, <laughs> have a little fucking personal responsibility. Yes, true. <laughs> that is very true. Anywho, um, yeah, it was my first time ever at the craps table, and let me tell you something. When I I threw down a I don't want to say how much money I threw down initially, God, but I almost lost. I almost lost it all. No, it wasn't really that big. It, it was a tr- triple digits in the low triple digits. Okay, okay, all right? yeah. So nothing crazy. All right. And um, you can tell us if it was ten thousand dollars. It was ten thousand dollars. Let me like. It wasn't ten thousand dollars. <laughs> right. So you were playing craps. I was playing craps. I didn't know how at all dude i completely confusing but my coworkers knew i've had multiple people try and explain it to me and then eventually they get fed up and they go look just roll a seven and try not to hit the you know they because it's a very confusing sort of james bondian old school gambling (laughs) game i don't fucking know how to do it yeah essentially um what (laughs) i'm gonna try to explain craps you put money on the byline okay and then somebody rolls until certain certain things need to happen if you roll a seven on the first roll it's good but if you roll a seven later on it's bad if you, you la- lose everything if you land on a five you get sucked into the game and it, yeah uh, and you, and you get fight. sucked into jumanji <laughs> <laughs> but um if you i feel like this is where it gets sick i feel okay. like if you have like a little patience you think there's no way you could lose Uh-oh. that's yeah Uh-oh. right isn't that sick this is now. This is some of your weaknesses taking yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is a part of you. This that's is like, a dark. This is a dark Adam. I could win again. Yeah, I know. And uh, you'd be more like me and assume you'll lose anything that you ever try, and then you won't gamble. Uh, so, <laughs> I wind up winning in the mid triple digits. I was up mid triple digits. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. I was at that table. For three hours, from, from ten to one, I can't do that. When when my coworkers cashed out, we were all up. I cashed out. I went back up to my hotel room. I could not sleep for two hours. Oh yeah, hours. you were jacked up. Dude. I was. They're so blasting oxygen into your jazzed. face. Yeah, so jazzed. They blasted oxygen in there. They have lights and sounds, and you're winning money, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, and it's it's crazy the camaraderie of the table. Like if you have a good yeah! shooter, yeah. If if you have a good shooter, everybody's going nuts. You know, you can bet. Um, one thing, my one of my coworkers is all about the yo, and the yo is betting on a roll of eleven, and that's a like a one time bet. So if the next roll happens and it's not an eleven, you lose that money immediately. Yeah. So that you, sounds like an insane fucking thing to bet on. Well, yeah, you only throw a buck at it. And it pays off 30 to 1. I think it pays off 30 to 1. Okay. So if you throw a buck on it, you get 30 bucks. So if, oh, you, yeah. have like, if, if you, you have like a single chip, it's like, give me a yo. Yeah, that actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Give me a yo. Uh- <laughs> so you're having flashbacks to the fun that you had. Yeah. And you can also, you can bet on certain numbers to roll. And if, they, and if they're like on a streak, you'll continue to win on the numbers that you pick. Right, 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 in, right. In addition to the byline. Yeah. But the second, I think a seven, and there might be another number, is rolled, it's over. You lose everything that's on the table. Right. So really... These sevens were important somehow. At some point, you're going to lose whatever you put down, but if you're on a streak, 
you can win and win and win. You, you, you know, don't go gambling, <laughs> listener. My, my, don't do it. The only reason that I don't uh, that I never got into gambling, really truly, because I love I love playing poker and I miss it. Mm-hmm. I wish we would all get together and do it again. And I've mentioned that before. And I've done slots and stuff. My problem is, is that once I lose like a, any amount of money, twenty bucks, I go fuck this. You know, I get upset, but also. I always get yelled at at the tables. Every time I play at the tables, it's like, don't touch that. You, you're not supposed to put that there yet. And then the other people at the tables get mad at you. Yeah, I was I was getting yelled at, but I didn't take it personally because like a lot of people were getting yelled at. I, I wish I could be. I see people, they're like, they're talking to the dealers. They're making jokes. They're making friends with the guys next to them. Me, it's always like so awkward. And then I lose 50 bucks and I'm pissed yeah. like it just i don't I, I don't know if i'm built for it i gave i, I gave a fist pound to the drunkest guy ever yeah there. like he was so just jacked on uh <laughs> like everybody in my company except me was a, was a great shooter yeah i i tried shooting twice and i i blew it so fast i think i rolled four times total see if you're with a group of guys that know what they're doing i feel like that's more fun i i don't know i just i I, I, but I like AC. I like the casino environment. I'll go to a, the bar. Or I'll go to you know. The, I enjoy those. The, I always enjoyed going there. But uh, just not a very good gambler. Yeah, and we, I knew that our group did good because when we all cashed out, uh, somebody came up to us and they're like, "Hey, you know, good job. Like, why, uh, why are you leaving? Like, one of the we were at the they hard want rock. you to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're done. Yeah, okay. Why don't you sit I down? Mean, I mean, between our whole group, we probably took them for like ten grand or something. Really? <laughs> or something crazy Holy like that? Holy shit! Some some people. All right, maybe that was a little high. I was gonna say what the fuck. Maybe I think that was high. Maybe five grand. Uh, but yeah, some um some of my coworkers, I think. Really you know, made like, out like a thousand bucks or something. They were yeah. they were throwing down some real uh, never, hardcore money. I've never walked away with money before. I always that, that lose was the money. first time. Yeah, it's rare. You know what? It's almost a blessing to lose money because because it, it makes you yeah. not want to go back. Well, that's why I'm like glad. Like, okay, here's one thing that I'm not going to be addicted to or so whatever because I don't win. But it, it, the reason you said the worst thing you could do is win is because that's what they say for people who are addicted to gambling. Yeah. Because once you win that high, that's what you're chasing. You're chasing that fucking high. Yeah, man. And uh, uh, you got to, you know. Yeah, I, I had my threshold because, listen, the, if I had lost, let's say, if I had lost $200, I would have felt like the biggest a-hole in the world. Yeah, it's hard to live that down. Let's get a lot of fun. I would have been bummed and I would have stopped. I, I'm sure enough about myself to know that. That I, was my limit. Whenever I went with people and they wouldn't move from the tables, I would get almost annoyed after. I can't just, I, I don't know, I'm not built for it. I but also me, like, I think of it as like, I always end up losing. Mm-hmm. But I look at it as like, okay, you're paying a lot of money to play games. That's yeah. what it is. You're playing games and the games happen to cost a lot of money. Yeah. And then you can go and drink and whatever the fuck else you want to do. But it, 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 it's like once you get it in your head, like maybe I'll win. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man, what a – it's like poison. It's like – I told you they have uh, online gambling now. There's commercials for oh, it every God, two minutes. Oh, no. Yeah, you have a slot machine in your pocket. I will not do that. Yeah, it's so gross. And – I know somebody who told me that they have somebody who works for one of those places, yeah. and his job is to call up people who stopped gambling but used to a lot and go, hey, we have noticed you haven't played in a long time. We'll give you a deal if you come back into the game. So basically, their job oh, is to drag what a addicts. scumbag job. Drag addicts back into the fucking fold. That's a scumbag job. Yeah, it'd be like if a bartender went to a recovering alcoholic's house and said, hey, we'll give you the first shot for free. It's like, <laughs> what a fucking... That happens to me all the time. <laughs> what a scumbag move. Seriously. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, there was something else I was going to say. I forgot what I was going to say, man. Gambling. You were at, a, you were at the tables. At the tables, going, uh, going hard. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm out. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, I got to say one of my favorite Seinfeld lines, unironically. Oh, great. I always love that. And uh, I went a couple days after I got back from AC, I went to dinner with uh, my mom and my grandma, and she asked me if I had a dollar to put down for the oh, tip. I think and I know what I, you're going to say. I just, I just went, I only have hundreds. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was not erotic. I just had a wallet full of hundreds from this AC trip. That's awesome. What a cool, What a cool guy. <laughs> I only got hundreds. <laughs> oh my god! So what do you think? You think you're going to run back to the casino again? Uh, I know there was some mild talks of it for your for your birthday, right? I don't know. Maybe, perhaps. We shall see. Yeah, 
We yeah. shall see. After after this discussion and my heart beating right now, it might be not a good idea. Yeah, it's it's you gotta you gotta be. That's what it is, man. It's the um, getting being drunk is in a lot of ways the same thing. The funnest part, like especially if you're somewhere where there's loud music, it's the uh, the camaraderie and the uh, the excitement and the adrenaline, yeah. and everyone's having a great time. And then you wake up the next day and it's all over, and you have a headache and you have diarrhea, and it's like, <laughs> I just want that back again. How do I get? Not that I go to fucking crowded bars any but any like i used to but it's just that you you're chasing that fucking fun that you can't get it's just it becomes a well, I drug did, i did turn to my coworkers and said this might become a problem which got a huge laugh and people <laughs> were like talking about it for the next like couple days <laughs> and um and my one coworker says like you weren't drinking i'm like no i wasn't drinking he's like you're that happy all the time and i was like when i'm winning yeah like, <laughs> yeah it's I'm- like like they thought I was drinking. That's like the level of yeah. Because you were like high on the game. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, every roll. Holy shit! It's I, what I took from that. He's hot. What I. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best. What I took from that though was that your coworker has clearly got some issues uh, that he doesn't feel happiness unless he's drinking. <laughs> that's the one. That's what I took from it. No, he was. He you was saying, smile without having a it, pint of it, whiskey. He was saying to me, "He's like, yeah, Adam, I'm going to be asking you to like, go to AC every weekend." Oh no. no! Yeah, that was half a joke, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily, uh, what's the nearest casino? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, probably Mount Airy. Yeah, that's a good more hour away. Yeah, if that. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. So. It's not bad. It's that's the one we used to go to. All yeah, the time. you guys used to go all the time. Yeah, and I would avoid it, but oh, I was. Now are the are they have live dealers there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I... Well, they might have less now. Yeah, uh, but they. I know that you know with COVID and just with technology. But I know that last time we went, they did. Yeah, I went to Empire City Casino with Brian because he lives up in Yonkers, and it's all electronic. Do, yeah, there's it, plenty of that though now. Like we we were very bummed out about that, and we didn't have a very pleasant experience there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, that's a. Also, you can't really. Not that you could ever trust casinos, but you can't really trust a computer. It could. Fucking, yeah, I remember. I think we were playing roulette on a computer and i kept like pressing numbers i wanted and it was just other numbers would appear yeah you don't know who's controlling this yeah i'm getting screwed yeah Yeah. even those slot machines you're i know that's the thing they used to be legit but now you play them and you're like anybody this thing could be programmed to literally make sure i don't make enough money like it's just like why am i trusting a fucking computer to me Gambling is like you go up to a guy, you go, here's $50. And in your head, you're like, I hope he gives me 100 back. And then he goes, no. <laughs> and then you go, damn. I was really hoping he was going to give me 100 Like, to me, the concept of gambling yeah. is so fucking stupid. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's sort of uh, the, the definition of insanity. Yeah. Re- repeating the same thing it's and just, hoping for a different result. It's just fun. You're chasing this high, you're, but... It, yeah, you're oh, handing the guy $50, and he says no. Maybe he's going to give me 100 And then he goes, no, and you go, ah! <laughs> could have sworn he was going to give me 100 this time. And I know some games actually have some strategy, though, but I'm just a lot of them don't. Mm. A lot of them are the luck of the, the draw, which, you know, hey, that's life, though, baby. Yeah, I've you're heard... You're taking a gamble. I've heard that um, Blackjack has the best odds, but I've also heard that Craps has the best odds, but... Well, blackjack is, I think, more strategical. You would think strategery. It's, there's more, str- yeah. You would think, right? Because you're actually like weighing options and like you could play roulette, and that's just like, well, I hope it fucking gives me money. Yeah, <laughs> I know? mean, craps is sort of the same thing. But the thing that kills me about craps is there's so many numbers that that win. Yeah, and only a, one that two that lose see this thinking yeah right this is this why is, craps has is, been around as long as it has yeah, this is attic thinking <laughs> yeah. it's really crazy um it's and i went i went in knowing nothing and i was like a semi expert by the time i got out you yeah. just figured out yeah that sounds very fun to me but i, I don't think i i know i wouldn't have that same experience but so you're saying you won't go to atlantic city with me after we record this I, immediately <laughs> i would love to go sometime with you but I don't think you would find that kind of ex- fun from that you found from your coworkers. Not 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 just because I'm a negative person, but also because I'm not good. If we got a good crew, I think maybe you're right. I'm just not good at, at. But if we had a whole crew and we were all learning and we were all doing it, yeah, you, you really need. I think you, you need, need a, crew. a crew. Yeah, you can't do it with two people. You need like a group of people. Yeah, and and that's hard to get these days. Yeah, and then you have to have some sort of accountability where. 
when people start cashing out, it's like, all right. Like, well, it's kind of like That's that. the problem. You go to, I've been to bachelor parties where everyone goes to bed. And the and one the, guy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you find out the one guy has been at the table all fucking night. It's like, yeah, yeah that's bad. You, I, I really, there was a weird part of me that wanted to stay, but well, one, I was like, I'm not going to stay. I've had that happen to me at bars mm. where I'm at a bar with people and everyone's leaving and I go, eh, I'll stay. Like, if I'm at Thatcher's and I can walk home now, I'm at Johnny's, I can walk home. I'm like, I'll just stay. And then I sit at the bar drinking, and you, you walk home, and you go, oh, so fucking stupid. I should have, especially because there's booze at home. It's like, why the hell did I stay? It's, uh, you get you get hooked, and you keep thinking, maybe something cool will happen. Mm. Maybe. It's amazing. This is why I think it's good to have hope and dreams and goals, but I also think it's good not to have hopes and dreams yeah. and goals because you, you you sometimes can go down a bad path in, mm. in, in chasing uh, again the d- desire. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the suffering. But uh, desire is suffering. We got to be careful. Uh, I believe that's the third noble truth. Anyway, um, <laughs> another email here. Uh, subject line: Y'all ain't no sweet tooth boys. If you guys can't finish a pint of Ben and Jerry's, you have no right calling yourselves Sweet Tooth Boys. Also, we are no longer friends. Goodbye forever, Kate. Well, uh, well, excuse me, fat ass. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm fatter than everyone, so I'm allowed to say that. Uh, that's the one perk of being fat, is that you can make fat jokes about people. Yeah, you're... you're... <laughs> Really laying it all on the line there, Ryan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought it was going to get a more, uh, a bigger, that's a crazy thing to say laugh. From and, as a, and as opposed to the whoa <laughs> face that I got. <laughs> Kay, you know I don't think you're fat, and I agree with you. I could eat, and I could eat, absolutely eat a pint of ice cream. You have to understand, though, I don't because... Uh, I am so morbidly obese. I I would fart so much. I mean, I could, but it would just be fart city. I used to do it, and then I would wake up and gained. I've gained five pounds. My uh-huh. chin is down lower. I can't. I just can't eat like that and not want to kill myself the next day. <laughs> I just don't have. So it's not that I can't eat it. I absolutely can eat it. I wish I did it all the time. It's that I. Uh, I sh- I know I shouldn't. I went on a kick where I was eating dairy-free ice cream, and you can actually find a couple of decent flavors. Yeah, like that. You know, I can I can put away a pint of that because I'm not going to be worried about my guts being ripped out. See, I don't have that problem. Uh, maybe sometimes milk does it. I've I've gotten back into That's cereal. That's essentially what it is, though, dude. It's I've, just milk. It's frozen. I know. For hard some reason, milk. Some reason it doesn't really. Then again, I don't eat that much anymore. You so know. maybe it would. Maybe it would. But I. Uh, I do think I have a sweet tooth, but I very well might not. <laughs> when what makes you have a sweet tooth that you like sweets? It's like who the fuck doesn't, right? But well, I, yeah, I mean, uh, there's different sweets you can have the tooth for. I suppose my grandma just gave me Tootsie Pops. I can't oh. remember, dude. I can't remember the last time I had a Tootsie Pop. I saw those, by the way, in your room. Oh, you saw them yeah. in my room. And I, I th- and I, yeah, because I was I was sniffing your underwear, and I <laughs> and I saw your Tootsie Pops, and I thought, oh man, I love. I have such a soft spot. For lollipops and Tootsie Pops. Maybe I have an oral fixation. I don't know. But Perhaps. I, I love to suck on hard <laughs> rods. And I and I, uh, I don't know what that says about me. Well, but, I, I normally wouldn't reach for them, but my grandma gave me about eight of them. Yeah, and, I love them. you know, they're sitting on my desk for a couple of days and eventually, because I don't know, the hard candy even rips my mouth up. Yeah. And eventually, I, I got around to it and I think I ate four of them they in softened. one sitting. That's, that's, I, I get them just just a little soft, and then I just yep. chew the shit out of them. That's the problem is what you just said about eating four of them. Is I, I've learned if I buy like a package of cookies, mm. I'm eating all those goddamn motherfucking cookies. I I just don't have the self control, so I've learned like just to kind of not buy it, just mm. stay away from it. I'm fat enough, you know. I just like I don't need it, and so but I love it. I love it. I love those lollipops, and I love uh, ice cream for sure. I do. Um, Thanks for the email, Yes, Kate. thank you. Sorry I'm I called so- you a fat ass. Yeah, p- apologize. That was fucking mean. <laughs> it was a joke! I know. Like, she wouldn't make the same joke about me. I don't know. Let's, uh, the three of us split a pint someday. I'm down. I'm down. Although it sounds like I wouldn't. she wouldn't get enough, so she, maybe she'll get her own pint, and we'll oh, split yeah. one. Okay. Sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do... You know what we haven't done in a long time on this show? Can you guess? Um, No. 
when we do the random song thing. Yeah, we haven't done that in a really long time. Yeah, I need a, a breather. I, I have a, a knot in the pit of my stomach. I have a mild headache. And Do I, I have to call an ambulance? or Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you if my left arm starts going Sometimes numb. my left arm does start to tingle and hurt. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping that this song is at least four minutes long, and uh, we're going to do it here. What do we used to call it? Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin here. We're spinning the wheel on Ryan and Adam's show. Django. Django, have you always been alone? Django. Django, have you never loved again? Love will live on. Life must go. That was from the uh, the movie Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spin in the cool. wheel. We span. We span it. Um, just real quick, I just want to say, speaking of um, casinos uh, and James Bond, you're really trying to lure me back. No, now. no. I just want to say the new James Bond movie technically is out now, according to when this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a big James Bond episode, like the James Bond episodes that we did previously. Uh, it has not worked out partially because. To reiterate something we said last week, we are going to California soon, which should be really mm-hmm. cool to do episodes. So I hope at some point down the road we can do a No Time for Di- to Die recap thingy, maybe even with Jeff. But that's we just that's not this week's. Yes, I just wanted to say that. Because I think we'll we'll eventually talk about it. Come on, I think it's we're bound to do a thing. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, well, what else you got? You got more emails? I think I'm out of emails, so we're done. We're <laughs> we're dead in the water. Hey, email us at the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. And I promise I will not insult any of you. And I my apologies if I have already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I will say, um, I love the emails. 
I'm a big fan of the emails. I kind of agree with you. If like if, if we could have enough emails to almost fill a whole show, yeah, that would be you. I mean, listener, you would have such a better show. I know if, yeah. if you only emailed us. I know. I don't there, get it. There I, wouldn't be moments like this. I where can't figure it out. We don't know what to talk about. Uh, Ryan broke into my house yesterday. Hence the sniffing of the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? I, I felt like sniffing your underwear. Yeah. How was it the clean or the dirty? Was I, it the whites? <laughs> I wonder uh, how many people sneak a sniff of somebody's underwear unwantedly. Hmm. You think that happens a lot? I don't want to think about this. (laughs) I really don't. I hope not. Uh, Me too. Uh, No, I had to get a shirt from your house for the thing we're working on. Right. And you were not home. No. So you had to tell me how to get into your home to uh, get the shirt. And I will say that some of my nosiness... There was a part of me that's like, hey, I'm in this guy's house and he's not here. But I just steal all his I stuff. didn't do anything malicious or anything. I, I got the shirt and I left. All right, good. I'm glad. I, I'm not a I've outgrown that. I I'm not a scumbag. Yeah, I uh, I should have planned that better. I should have had the shirt set aside or given given it to you earlier. It's okay. It all it all worked out. Um, I was I not I was not upfront about not being at my house. You just That's showed true. up. That's true. You did lie, kind of. I, I, I lie by omission. Yes, yes. But I I knew there was no way you were going to walk out empty-handed. I don't think a lot. I don't think you can say. I know that's a phrase, lie by admission, but I don't think that's a lie. No. If you admit something. Lie by omission, not yeah. admission. Uh, yeah, if you omit something, <laughs> yeah. my bad. Uh, I don't think that's a lie. You don't have to tell everybody every detail. Well, it depends. It depends really on your um, your intentions. Well, like if you cheated on your wife and your wife goes, oh, what'd you do tonight? And you say, oh, not much. Just hung out with the guys, you know? And you don't, admit, you don't say that you cheated on her. Well, you're omitting it. No, that's just a lie. Well, you also hung out with the guys. <laughs> I forgot to say. You hung out with the guys before you had sex with the, the woman. So, now, so you, a libo admission would be like, well, you never asked me if I cheated on you, so I didn't tell you. Well, you're still, that, you're still that's omitting. That's a lie of a, a, a omission. You're still it's omitting. A, <laughs> I'm saying O. Yeah, you're o- omitting. Yeah, I don't know if that's a lie. <laughs> it's it's definitely. It's, dis- it's unloyal. It's not good. But I don't know that you're technically being dishonest. I mean, you're certainly not telling them that you didn't cheat. Yeah, that's why it's called a lie of omission. I know, I'm just not so sure that it's a lie. <laughs> I think a lie is you actively tell a false thing. That's a lie. If you're not saying anything, I don't think that's a lie. I think it, it has to do with your intent. If you're holding back information... For the sake of... For the sake of your own... Like, say I try to sell this house, but yeah. first I killed you in it. And then the next, right. the next buyer... You know, if they don't ask if someone was killed in the house and then I sell them the house, it's a lie of omission. But if they if they say to me, did somebody get killed in this house? And I say no. I understand, but I don't think that that's a lie. (laughs) I don't. It's shitty. It's not. It's it's fucked up. Not disclosing. Yes. I think it's like. There should be a term for it other than that. There should be a... a, That is the term for it. There should be a a correct term for it because I don't believe that it's a lie. I think that it's uh, not cool. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely not cool. But I don't think that it's necessarily a lie. And, you know, sometimes you you lie to protect somebody. (laughs) Well, yeah, those are... uh, Almost fall into the category of light lies. Yeah. Like a a lie Which, by the way, is that racism? You think that comes from a racist thing? A white lie? No, I never thought of it that but way. But it might. Maybe. It might originate. I, I, like, it's okay that white people are lying, but not... Like, it, it might. I, I'd never have thought of it like that. Have you ever heard anyone ever say to you, like, that's that's mighty white of you? That's gotta... Uh, no. I've had people say that to me. That's gotta be racist. I've never heard that in You've, my life. Oh, really? That's something people say. That's a thing. I've people heard, go, oh, it's mighty white of you. I've heard mighty green of you. That feels better because it's not racist. There's no green people I, out there. If you recycle or something. <laughs> How do you know there's no green people out there? There might be. Well, if you're a green person, please uh, <laughs> email us a picture of yourself, the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com, and my apologies for saying something ignorant about your people. Well, that was a, that was quite a little discussion we just had. Jeez. What, what are we going to do? Are we going to play another song? I'm done for, man. Uh, <laughs> shit. Hit a wall. Uh well what's the next movie you we're doing the horror movie thing thirty one for thirty one what's the next one you plan on watching? 
I'm I'm focusing a lot on sequels that I haven't seen, like Pet Cemetery too. Right, right, right. So, so what um, do you got next? I don't know. I don't I have no idea what the hell that means. I don't know if I've ever seen Return. Uh, the what's the second Return of the Living Dead? Return of the Living, Living Dead, Dead too. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. I have. Um, um, have you ever seen? I hear Psycho Two is good. I, I've never seen Psycho Two. I don't. Uh, I'll I don't, throw it on the I list. I don't believe I have either. I've, I know. I'm, ha- I'm interested to see what that's all about. Um, watch that. Yeah, like that's one thing I'm looking at. I'm looking into that. There, Sequels. I, huh? I want to see this movie. Have you seen House on Sorority Row? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I, I want to see House on Sorority Row. I want to see Black Christmas. I want to see Black Christmas as well, I've, which I've never seen. Me and either. I feel like that's very uncool i never seen puppet master which we've spoken about on oh the yeah show. yeah uh so there's f- there's tons of sequels you can you can fill your 31 and 31 <laughs> with just puppet master i don't know that i'll do that but yeah, uh, I, I would say the, the first one is worth a watch but i would keep i would hedge your bets well keep you know your if, expectations low if we go to chris's horror movie oh i trust me i will if we go to chris's horror movie marathon we're gonna bust out th- probably at least three right there right so that'll be good okay <laughs> and have those been um, released yet? He has ideas, but he has not told yeah, me. Yeah, he's not, he's going to keep that but to he, the chest. It doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to tell you and you're going to go, oh, of course, that movie. It's because, no, it's some yeah, fucking... You, you've never heard of it. Yeah. It might not even be a horror movie. Yeah, a lot of times he picks movies where you're like, I'm not even quite sure that you could... That's another thing that makes me nervous about this 31 for 31 is that I'm going to pick a movie and then be like, does this count? Though? Right, right. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you fin- so you finished Eastbound and Down. Yes, I did. Did we talk about this yet? Um, what no. What did you think? I really loved the ending. Amazing ending, right? Yes. I loved it. I'm a big fan of endings. I think like a good conclusion is uh, it, it ties the whole thing together. Stevie with the chin. <laughs> there's a <laughs> couple moments. Yeah, up. there's a couple moments in the show where you know something's coming. Yeah, and that yeah. was one of them. You're like, oh yeah, he's gonna shoot his chin off. <laughs> like you know immediately. And or... the way way ending, without spoiling for those who haven't seen it, uh, I I thought it was amazing. It yeah. felt very like complete. It, it was like I don't. Think it was it... pretty bad shit. Oh, at that one point, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't really like. I wouldn't want them to bring up it back because it really feels over. Yeah, that felt like oh okay like. I think they summed up Kenny Powers, and I think they ended it nicely. Yeah, really, yeah, the fourth season is sort of an epilogue, yeah. almost. When it first starts, and you're like, oh, wow, he has like older kids now, and what's going to happen? And then you start seeing the cracks. Yeah. He starts like kind of falling apart. And that show rocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a re- huge recommendation. The first song you played today, you said you think is from Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's from Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> it's been on the playlist for years, so... That's another thing. I, a lot of times I'll have songs and then I and then I can't remember what to play. Yeah, I mean, I might hold off watching Vice Principals until I do this thirty-one. Have you but, ever seen it? Uh, no, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I, I want to watch that. I'm and rewatching then, and then that. Do the Gemstones and yeah, man, all those what Rough House is that yeah. their company? Yeah. All those actors are just top notch. Yeah, it's just the f- the, the not- best talent. Yeah. in comedy. Well, they d- a lot is there. Oh, I know. I forgot Tim Heidecker was in season four. Uh, Three, no, four, yeah. until you reminded me. But the thing, and Jillian Bell and all them, I think she was in it. She's his wife. But I just remember you telling me, um, well, I remember talking to you and saying how what I think is cool about them is they're basically making drama, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the actors are that way, too. It's like, these are actually really good actors. Yeah. Like, speaking of Django, um, Walton Goggins. Oh, God, that who guy. is just... Uh, He's uh, on another level. Amazing in, in, in those shows. So... I'm surprised he never had Stevie come back, but I suspect it's because he probably would just be like Stevie again. Yeah, was that guy? Was that guy like a non-actor? No, he's he's an actor, but really? you, you never see him in anything. He was yeah. in a, he was in a movie with uh, Glenn Howard and I, I, like an indie thing. For some reason, I thought that that was they just found that dude. I don't know, and, and well, they season, were just like, oh, this guy is amazing. Well, I think he... I th- season one, he's clearly supposed to just be like a throwaway character. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's the goofy teacher. And he, yeah, and then they just were like... I think that is kind of what happened. I think they were like, this guy is amazing. The the girl, um, I think her name is Edie Patterson. Yeah, she's from, fantastic. She, I think that was the same way. In Vice Principals, she's just like kind of... 
a side character in season one, and then I think season two, she's in it a lot, and then now yeah, she's in Righteous Gemstones, because I think he's just like... Yeah, you recognize that talent. Yeah. It just, like, she, comes through. She's amazing. Yeah. So, I... But they have just such an amazing... And now, Rachel, you, you can't top, like, John Goodman. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just, like, they've got the... I, I don't know. It's it's very cool. It's When I watched... When you finished Eastbound, I went back and watched just the ending, just the last scene, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I remember the excitement... The, a problem with streaming, and we've talked about this, where everything comes out at once, and not every show does this, but it's popular, is that like you really do miss that feeling of watching an episode and being like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see what happens next." Yeah. And then you like you think about it, and you roll it around in your head, and you and you get excited for next week's, and you lose something. You lose like the subtle little lines, and you lose like a, a lot of shit when you just watch yeah, it all you, at once. Yeah, where you're just slack jawed staring at the screen. Yeah, screen, the play screen, all. And, the screen, play and, all. all. And also, you miss like you, 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 there was something about talking to people where yeah. it was like, oh, what do you think? Of, you know, and I can't wait for next. I don't know. I just feel like something is lost in the in the binge of mm-hmm. it all. But, uh, you know, I don't think there's any stopping it now. When, when I went and saw uh, the Sopranos movie, I told people I went and saw it in the movie theater just because mm-hmm. I thought, like, that'd be a cool thing to do. And a lot of people were like, people still go to the movies? Yeah. Like, people were shocked that I went to the... So it just feels like, much like movie theaters sort of shrinking, I feel like uh, so is, like, watching episodes weekly. It's just, uh, the river only moves, only flows one way, man. <laughs> you know, it's just like, t- you know, time goes on. It's not nothing you can do about it, man. Well, speaking of um, binging TV shows, I, I have been, not binging, but I've been watching, um, I guess, is Crashing, uh, Crashing HBO. Yeah. And that was, I think, on Kate's recommendation. But then you and Kate were also talking about Love on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, me and Kate both liked a show Well, uh, on Love, uh, on Netflix called on Love. Love. They're both um, Apatow things. Yeah, they're, very, they're both pretty Apatow. Have you seen? But a lot of heart. Love? I, I like them both. Uh, I watched the first two episodes. Um, Love, I watched... I always feel like a douche when I'm like, I watched it before. But I watched Love just because I liked... Paul Rust, who I've mentioned him on a pot on uh, in, with Gorley and Rust, and also I liked uh, G- Gillian Jacobs from Community. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I like both of them, and it it's a and I really liked that show. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good one. So Paul Rust, uh, he's a funny looking dude. Yeah, I think he mostly writes. Yeah, um, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he's one of the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's. he's, he's I think he's silent. Mm. But he talks on a on one podcast about that and shit, like and he meeting Quentin Tarantino and, and shit. And oh, that's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, he wrote like that new Pee Wee movie. And he wrote the on um, Comedy Bang Bang the show. Oh wow! He's like a alternative comedy writer guy, but and he's weird. He's a weird looking guy. Yeah, he's weird, and he's he's hilarious i don't know yeah that show real lovable dude there's something about yeah real cozy there's something about (laughs) love it felt semi-realistic and it also is just so la speaking of us going to la that i like wanted it made me more want to go to la it's so really okay funny story about that show in la is um they go to a bowling alley in one episode and it's like this fam- famous bowling alley in California and it looks really like beautiful and the streets are all like clear. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so me and Chris were going to go to this bowling alley when we were in California and there's just homeless people all over the sidewalks. Oh, yeah. and it's like a bad problem over there. But it's just amazing how like shows make you be like, God, I want to go there so bad. But the reality versus like TV... TV's all bullshit. Mm. So it's just, you know. Yeah, sometimes uh, the thing I like about Crashing is that it's a New York show. Yeah, that's really New York. And yeah. uh, that's probably, I, I guess I would say prefer. They're a little different shows, though. Yeah, you the, know? the thing about Crashing, then, there's two things. One, I liked it, by the way. I watched it uh, when it was out. Yes. Um, I, The thing about Crashing, <laughs> it's something I don't really like pete holmes that much oh man there's another wholesome man i find him to be um he comes off i don't think he's i don't think he's my kind of he seems a little full of shit really just a little he just seems a little i don't know i don't know if i would like him if i met him i don't know i don't really detect that he I, seems a little... Uh, something he, about him. He seems genuine to me. But he, also... But, but he's a, a personality. Also, Crashing know? was during a time where there was all these shows and movies about stand-up comics. 
And so I think that even though I liked it and I watched all three seasons when they were out, I, 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 I watched it when it was on and I looked forward to it. I think it was like, how many times do I got to learn about like how hard it is to be a comedian and like... What were the other shows? I saw... There, um, there was I, that Jim Carrey produced one. Yeah, I watched that one. That one wasn't that good. There was also just like a lot of movies, like Funny People and shit. Right. And just felt like it, all of a sudden nobody... It's because all these comedians uh, became Hollywood producers and wanted to make... They don't know anything about jobs. They're not mm. going to make a movie about... Even Love, like the guy is a tutor for a TV show. These people have no idea what real people do. <laughs> they have no idea what it's like to work at like a factory or something. So they're like, I don't know. Uh, they're all mo- in, in the movie business. Right. It's all like fantasy. So it's like all these comedians grew up and they're like, well, let's talk about how hard it is to be a comedian. And, you know, it's like... <laughs> whatever it's like i i i don't, I, don't I, I hit a i hit a wall on that yeah i think also both shows and a lot of shows tend to have these very nerdy guys like paul ruster um pete holmes just fucking a ton of women they just seem that, that really grinds your gears it does. does it they just seem to be laying pipe left and right and and that's fine because i know people do that but it's also like there seems to be it almost seems to be a, almost against their will. These women just want to fuck them so bad. Like women are just like, oh, throwing themselves fuck me. at Pete Holmes. Yeah, yeah. and there's a and I can't help but feel like, uh, okay, Pete Holmes. I mean, you're you're he's the one producing the show or whatever, and it's like at some point can't you be like okay in reality i didn't fuck this many women you know you you just want him to come out at the end and be like <laughs> i hope uh hi i'm pete holmes i hope you enjoyed this episode of crashing uh just so you know <laughs> i uh don't that's lay the, pipe or whatever you, however you put it that's the thing that like and it's would not, that make it better for you it would it would <laughs> i would love that it's not it's not my own like insecurities either it's hi just, we had a lot of fun today <laughs> crashing but there's something serious i'd like to talk about no it's just like it's not my own insecurities like oh i don't like that much pipe or anything like that <laughs> it's it's <laughs> that's not what it is it's just uh to me the thing that bothers me about it is it's just not very realistic like pete holmes okay up-and-coming comedians are like 19 year old kids and Pete Holmes is this like thirty-eight-year-old guy who's like playing an up-and-coming comedian who just happens to meet all the most famous comedians ever. Oh, hello, uh, Artie Lang. Oh uh, yeah, hello, Artie Lang. Oh, Bill Burr. You'll let me inside your house and we'll be friends. Like, just, yeah, I just saw the, the episode with Ray Romano. Yeah, and it's like comedians are kind of known for being kind of not that nice to each other. Right. And so just this idea of like... Yeah, well, those, those are the moments that I like. Like the moment, uh, the episode where they're roasting each other. Yes, like that yeah. was that was a golden episode yeah. right there. And again, I looked forward to the show and, and, and Lapkiss is in it and mm-hmm. that was before everyone knew who she was and I liked her from podcasts. Like I look forward to the show and I liked it. I'm not... But it's just, I, it's very hard for me to sometimes jump over stuff where it's like almost bio, biographical and the person is just writing himself to be so awesome and like we're supposed to be like god i hope he gets this career and mm. i don't know there's a part of me that just kind of feels like hey, whatever man like, know. both of these shows seem like they have uh the heart that i uh yeah i like love has and- a lot of heart and love is a show where you don't know if these two people should be together and i really like that because to me it feels more real yeah you're not watching it like god i hope they get together in the end or yeah. god i hope he gets the job you're watching it like oh these are two fucked up people mm-hmm and I like that because that feels more r- real to me. So yeah, it certainly does to me too. Uh, yeah, I think everyone because life is it, it very rarely goes the way that you want it to. But uh, oh, now my heart's broken. What? Were, why? Why'd you have to go and do that? Oh, well, the good news is, is look, you got to be more like me and just give <laughs> up already. This is my advice to all you out there who are like, why can't I get the job or find somebody or just give up. Go to Atlantic City. Let it go. Put, put it, it all on the yo. Put, <laughs> put your hopes on like a little raft and send them out to sea. And you'll feel so much better. Or you won't at all. But the result is the same. Hey, Adam, what were you scratching there? You looked like you had a really bad itch. Um, on your leg. What do you got, like a little poison ivy or something? You were doing this. Was I? Yeah, you were really going to town on your leg. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. I was doing that unconsciously. I think I'm losing my mind. Oh, uh, no, it's cool. I just wasn't sure if you had an issue. I was at an engagement party yesterday, and I got bitten by uh, many bugs. Yeah, and what the fuck? Luckily, I had bug spray and calamine lotion in my car, because I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, calamine lotion. And uh, I get, and I, I might have been scratching a, a bug bite. You were going to town on your leg there, and I, and I was right in the middle of talking about Pete Holmes uh, laying pipes, so I didn't want to, like... Sure, are you sure it was my leg that I was... I don't know if I mean it's possible that if you hang that low, then <laughs> you really shouldn't have that much of a problem, Adam. You oh. know, just start flashing the dock. Oh, God. hang dock like that, dude. That that sleazy ass scene in Eastbound and Down with Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, I was so. Wasn't it the sleaziest thing ever? That show had a thing where it constantly wanted to create people that were worse than him that he could rival. And it's like, okay, but to be worse than him, you have to be really yeah. fucking bad. Yeah. So they would invent these villains that were like, <laughs> like wow. monsters. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um uh, anyway, I sorry I told you to hang dong. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a fan of the dick pic, you know. No, no, it, nobody should be. But even if like a girl was like <laughs> not that this would happen, I'm not Pete Holmes. But if, <laughs> even if a girl was like, send me a picture of your dick. I, I would feel like, I don't want the... No, f- no. Because then it's like fucking weird. It's on a camera. It's, yeah, it's everywhere. I don't fucking... It's I, on the side of a bus. Having said that, if anybody wants to send me nudes, uh, you can email them at thetruthryanadam at gmail.com. <laughs> it's a joke, Adam. I don't want people to email us nudes. I know. Send us your, your ball photos. That's, that's your... Yeah, that, it, there was like a... I got like hit in the face with a mist of sleaze, like even though it was a joke. Yeah. I was having flashbacks of another podcast, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, that, a funny one. Yeah. yeah, that was a funny one. But that was I, a good one. Um, but even with the stuff with the kid and the like the herpes, because he... Oh, my God. He like made the kid hook Dude, up with someone. I it's love like, how he's his friend's son. <laughs> Like, you're thinking it's his son, but somehow that it's his friend's son it makes, makes it, it worse. Oh, God, it does, because it's like, this guy should not be. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Oh, um, yeah, highly recommend uh, Eastbound and Down. Uh, that's the payoff if you get there. Um, it's a great show. But going They're back. They're all great shows that we've talked about. I like Crashing let, Love. Let's back it up a little yeah. bit. Let's back it up a little bit. And uh, you're talking about your resentments towards Pete Holmes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember having that feeling for Marin's show, his IFC yeah, show. Yeah, well, yes. That's another good example. Marin. But, but to, Marin gets a lot of girls, though. Yeah, but the thing that killed me, there's an episode where he meets a friend who's a college professor. And of course. Marin winds up. They love him. Hooking up yeah. with, you know, some, you know, topper, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what have you. Some babe. And uh, it was, that episode was written by um, Marin's friend, Pete Stahl, who uh, I think he wrote, was it Permanent Midnight? Is that the name of his book? Oh, I don't know. He's like uh, a novelist, a very bright, smart dude. Yeah. And to me, that that episode, the right, it just seems so cheap and yeah. so obvious to me. That's my that it almost was in like, insulting exactly. to my intelligence well, to watch it. I think that that's what I mean, and I don't mean to say that crashing is insulting. I do think I like love more, but I think that, and I think the people in love are funnier. But I think that sometimes you watch a show and it's not a bad show, but it's just like, oh come on, like you know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it feels. I don't know. It's something that there's a douche chill to it. Yeah. And, and it, it often involves characters hooking up. Like, you don't <laughs> mind when Kenny Powers does because he's so larger than life that you can imagine a guy like that just fucking constantly and paying hookers and doing all this insane stuff because he's so larger than, than life. Although th- th- there's elements of that show that are hard to believe that his wife would keep forgiving him. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, when you start going into like Californication territory where it's like every time he like gets gas in his car, like every time he buys a burrito, <laughs> he's like banging some hot chick and falling in love and getting into an adventure. You're like, God damn man! Like that's not, anything like life yeah it's pure fantasy yes exactly that's what it is yeah it's fantasy uh, but yeah there's sometimes where if the heart's in the right place i can kind of see past i agree but that one thing with marin i felt there was something there that was not clicking with me and it annoyed me honestly i don't think i even finished marin yeah marin wasn't great 
I guess not, no. There's moments in that show that I always think about. Yeah, because Marin... And, and there's lines that I love in it. You know, it's funny with Marin. I, I, I really like his podcast a lot, but I was never a huge fan of his actual comedy. I, I've laughed. I remember bits. I like. I, I think he's great. But like he was never really was a huge drive for me. I think he's almost better at what he does now. He's like as he, as the podcast doing the scratch. Oh oh here here's here's what it is. Yeah, I have a loop in my shoe. Oh, and I'm I'm what I'm doing is I'm wiggling my ankle back and forth with my oh. toe on the ground and my my uh, ring finger on my right hand. Is, is in fr- the in the loop of the shoe. This is weirder than a scratch. Yeah, it's some very <laughs> bizarre um, nervous tip. I click my fingernails a lot. Yeah, people have things. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, I have a horrible uh, nervous tick. Do you really? Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it before. Oh, I'm sure, but what is it? It's the thing I do with my hands where I chipmunk. I kind of chipmunk myself. I don't know. I don't. I not, not. I don't talk about it. I don't hardly. think I've ever seen it. Well, me, like I'm doing it right now. I play with my nails. Hardly ever, but um, yeah. This is like uh, I've I've had doctors say it's not a um. Like you do this. I go like this. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen that a million times. Yeah, that's very Adam. I really try to uh, hide it, and yeah, that and yeah, and nobody mentions it to me i think because it's so repulsive no it's uh, <laughs> i think i think it just makes me look like an insane person no i don't think i i honestly i take it as just a um it's just like a thing that adam does it's just like oh, oh adam has a oh that's classic adam but like you're not, it's not like you're picking your nose you're just doing kind of like a weird like rubbing your face yeah it's like i press my hands together and then i like rub my nose with the back of my hands at the, the same time. I mean, I do all kinds of weird shit. I used to have to tap into a pattern. Yeah, but it, it seems I, like I, a Tourette. Like the, what I'm doing seems like Tourette's or something. People, it's like everyone in, insane. Has it. I mean, I have it, and people, I can't. I can't control it. I can kind of control it. I do it a lot more when people aren't looking. I have a lot of stuff like that, and luckily, people don't seem to notice. And I think it's because I also do it when people are not around but i uh when i was in ac actually i went i was walking to my elevator and it was empty and i was doing it and i looked up and there was a lady waiting for the elevator staring at me i'm like oh she probably thinks i'm on drugs or something yeah i could see that being a coke thing yeah i think there's a nose rub my buddy um in high school don used to call it the coke the cokehead thing that you do yeah some people call it the chipmunk thing I never called it anything. I I just was like a thing that I was just, it's just okay. Adam's doing his thing. I don't know. You also have a weird you, when you walk. I used to say it was like you were looking for the school bus. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I have a lot of shit too. I, I walk do. with purpose, you know. Yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a man on a mission when you when you're when you're walking. Yeah, well, we've all got our shit though. It could listen. It could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I feel like I have to say things out loud, which I won't. <laughs> Like, like I'll be alone and something will pop in my head and it'll bother me. And oh, I feel like I have you're to, alone. I have to just vocalize it. And when you said, sometimes I feel like I need to say things out loud. <laughs> no shit. Just, that's what you do here. I know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have all kinds of weird things. We all do, you know. Well, anywho, people. Well, there you go. We uh, killed I, that 20 minutes. I, I shared a really uh, intimate thing with you that I don't talk about very often. It wasn't that uh, bad. It's pretty. It's it's rough for me, but I'm gonna let it hang out there. I have a thing. Okay, you did it, so now I feel like I have to. I will uh, pull my ass out, and I will spread my cheeks, and I will clench and unclench my asshole in the direction of old ladies. And it's just a thing I do. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's just a thing I do. That's hilarious, right? And, no, it's a thing. It's not a big deal. I've never had a complaint. <laughs> None of the old ladies have ever had an issue with it, and so. This is this is the the equivalent of you shaving your head for somebody with cancer. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. That's that'd be weird as fuck. Yeah, but the the old lady butt clench thing. No, no, I will admit to that. I don't do that. I don't do that. That's weird as shit. I wouldn't do the shaved head thing either. I, it's no offense. It's just I feel like it would be rude to assume I would. Well, obligate me to shave my head, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> well, next time you guys uh, hear us, uh, we'll be. 
in California. So um, wow, it's kind of oh, it's the plane crashes. In which case, uh, um, this will be our last broadcast. Yeah, it was nice knowing you. I'm sorry for all that bad stuff I did to you. Uh, if this was my la- last words, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say to you people. Uh, so we're just gonna end it, and uh, we'll see you in California. Over there, man, he's down on his knees. Look at these women.